This is the Wu Wei Wisdom Podcast, our weekly no-nonsense life lessons aimed to inspire you to master your emotional and spiritual health, achieve balance, harmony, and flow, and rediscover the authentic and awesome you. We're your hosts, David James Lees and Alexandra Lees. This episode comes from our YouTube teaching archives. This week, we're talking all about resentment and bitterness. What causes these harmful emotions that can really eat away at you and what you can do to finally release resentment and bitterness so you can positively move on with your life. Okay, David, so let's begin with some definitions. What is resentment and bitterness? Well, I think it's a good definition to have, you know, because it takes us back to what we've been doing the last two or three sessions, this kind of going back to basics, the 101. And here's where one of the confusions arise. When you use the word resentment, are you describing an emotional feeling or are you describing a belief? And if you notice what Alex did at the beginning, she used another word, a bitterness. Now, again, are you describing an emotional feeling? Are you giving a label to a feeling? Or are you actually describing a state of mind, a mindset, or a belief? And I think this is where you would do the golden thread. So most of your clients then, David, if they come to you and they say, I'm I'm feeling very resentful about this situation or I can't let go of this sense of bitterness. Exactly. Are they describing feelings? Well, that's what we have to discover. (laughs) That's the first, that's why I said we're back to the 101 simple steps. One of the most important things when you're doing this emotional education and spiritual self-development is to don't make those big joint steps kind of come down to little micro steps. So if this is you we're talking about, are you giving a label to an emotional feeling uh-huh. and then giving it a label? I'm bitter, yeah, yeah. I'm resentful. Or are you saying, I choose, this is my mindset. It is the best way to be, to be resentful. So again, let me just go over the, the golden thread for those of you who are new to the channel. So the golden thread is coming from the teaching that we say on each video You are the creator of your emotions. You are not the victim of them. Every emotion that you experience in your body, you have created. And to find lasting peace and harmony and balance, which is Wu Wei, you have to understand why you are choosing, and I'm choosing my words carefully, why you are choosing to have that belief. So you start with a feeling Now, I wouldn't, this is a great example of do not give them these labels like resentment because it gets very confusing. Give them red light feeling, Mm. a negative feeling. I am creating a negative feeling. And then we can go down the golden thread. Why are you creating that feeling? And I suppose for a lot of your clients, they would, they'll, they'll say, yes, this is a very uncomfortable uh, 
painful feeling and they may see things like it's eating away at me, it's preoccupying me, it's keeping me awake at night. But then they very readily, I'm sure, be able to tell you, pinpoint the incident or situation or person that relates this this feeling, this red light feeling relates to. So then we're talking about the thoughts. It's the thoughts and their beliefs are about the incident, the situation, the person that is creating the red light feeling. Yes, exactly, Alex. And you you can't be precise because we're dealing with things with general, but in my experience, it is normally about unfairness or injustice. That's what creates that red light feelings. The problem with this feeling, I love when you said bitterness, because that's what it's like. It's like you taking your own poison and you're poisoning yourself and you're expecting the other person to suffer. This does and will not work. This will not work. This is a nonsense. And now you're on what we call the carousel of despair because you become more and more bitter, more and more ingrained. And can you see the feelings? It's like this. And a lot of my clients will say, it's like something stuck stuck in my chest, stuck in my throat. Mm. It's like I can't spit it out. And because that's you've created, you've created this energy going round and round. My clients hate me when I say that. They say, I didn't create it, David. Mm. They created Mm. it. No, they didn't. You are the creator of your emotions. They created the event, but they didn't create your feelings. And when you get sidetracked and stuck in your feelings, you just keep taking the poison. And they don't even know you're taking the poison, do they? They don't even know you're suffering. They don't even know you're lying awake at night, ruminating and going over what they did, what they should have done, how they should have done, what they could have done. They don't know that, but you're living with that. And so you've become the person that's creating the injustice on yourself. Mm -hmm. And so from that point of view, David, if we have experienced an injustice or someone who's treated us very unfairly or a situation has has just totally um, been unfair in in our beliefs, we are, in that moment in time, we can perceive ourselves as being the victim. But by I guess by holding on to the injustice, holding on to the unfairness, we begin then to perpetuate ourselves being the victim. But we are now, it's almost like we've taken that baton given to us by the situation or the person and we're running with it. And we're, it's almost like we're, we're making it a lot worse, really, well, I aren't think, we? I think you've hit the nail on the head there, Alex, the word victim. And so if you've been in a situation where somebody's acted or said something that is absolutely off the wall, totally unfair, totally unjust, whatever. Does that really make you the victim? Personally, I would say no. I would say they're defining themselves. They're defining their imbalances. They're defining where they are in their life journey. Do not let them pull you down like quicksand into their energy. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. This is where you have to be very 
balanced in your Wu way, I, I would say, this is where you have to be very balanced. Observe the situation for what it really is. It's this person, it's this situation demonstrating, defining where they are in their spiritual journey. Don't get dragged into their quagmire of confusion and upset. Don't let them pull you down there. And I would really challenge the word victim. Don't see yourself as a victim. Mm. See yourself as this is a really challenging situation. You have to navigate to the best of your ability. Yeah. And, and that's so true, David. I think it's almost worth breaking it down because it's at the point that the uh, event happens or it could be a, a, a series of events happen, uh, you encounter either through a person or a situation or it could be just one tremendously imbalanced event. As you say, it's not your, if you perceive yourself as a victim of the person or the event, that almost creates a mindset that means it's harder to recover. It's harder to think, right, how am I going to proactively and authentically deal with this? That's, But that's not to say that that person may have actually uh, physically, emotionally, financially, or in some other way, actually, they may have materially or physically affected you in some way by what yeah. happened. Yeah. And that's not to deny the nope. reality of that. Nope. But what you're saying is to then believe yourself to be a victim that can't recover and that you have to hold on to this unfairness and injustice until it is righted before you can live authentically that is a wrong that's the wrong way of approaching the situation but the bad can, situation but you explained it really well alex because you can see how challenging it is to rise to your true spiritual <laughs> self because if you do not you will be caught in to that trying to get your own back. And the problem with trying to get your own back or prove the injustice or prove that they were wrong or prove that there's something wrong, the trouble with that, it commits you the rest of your life to getting you the installments. You can't let it go. You're, it's like a badge of honor that you've got on your breast that you're always saying, yes, but if it wasn't for them, financially, if they haven't took me to the cleaners, if they haven't stolen my money, if they hadn't done this, if they hadn't done that, and you never release yourself from that carousel. And that is when you are doing worse than they ever did to you. And that's the problem with this resentment. What is it? Is it a feeling? Why are you creating a feeling? If you say, no, no, okay, David, I got you. It's not a feeling. I resent them. I resent them. Okay, so what are you going to do with that? That's a belief. You can resent them for the rest of your life. So what? They don't know. They probably even smile and think that they've really affected you. The only one that you're hurting is yourself. You're the taking the poison. You're the one that's suffering. You're the one that's gnarled up. You're the one that's tight. You're the one that can't sleep. You're the one that's eating too much, drinking too much, doing not living your life. You're the one that's punishing yourself more than they ever did. This is where you have to stop it. This is where you have to revert back to your spirituality. Your life is worth more than one incident. 
And that's when the Taoists talk about acceptance. And acceptance is not about you accepting you're a victim. That's not acceptance. That's bad mindset. Acceptance that this situation happened and your judgment is it's wrong. Now, what are you going to do about that? What's your way out? What's your roadmap out of that situation? Because this is your responsibility. They've affected you enough, haven't they? Stop letting them affect you and move on on your roadmap. And I think, David, that that acceptance, because a lot of people think when we say acceptance or when we teach the spiritual teaching of acceptance, it's like we're saying acceptance you need to accept that what happened was okay. And we're absolutely not saying that. You can, of course, make an authentic judgment that what happened was not okay. But as you say, now it's about let's focus my energy on what is the best authentic roadmap to recover, to, to move my back into that Wu Wei authentic harmonious balance within me. To, to get back on track if someone if the situation uh, was so shocking so bad or or what happened to you over a series of time was so shocking and bad you need to it's not it's natural in a way for our emotions to to experience those red light emotions yes, in that moment absolutely. so again we're not saying that well, you shouldn't, you should be experiencing positive, green light, happy emotions no. when bad things happen to no. you. It's perfectly natural to experience those red light emotions. Yes. And they, and actually, in that moment, they're telling you, whoa, there's a massive imbalance here. Absolutely. There's a massive imbalance either within what I'm thinking or with the external situation. And for a lot of people, it is the external situation, the situation or the person that's creating the imbalance. So now it's about, right, how can I focus in on myself and restore, bring my energy, my emotional energy back into that green light wu-wei zone? Exactly. Rather than making them pay. Yeah, because Because that keeps you in the extreme. That's right. Because as I said, if you're making them pay, who's collecting the installments? You are connected to them the rest of your life. Even if you're not connected to them physically, even if you got divorced, even if whatever, mentally you're still connected to them. And this is where you cut the string and you move away and you accept the situation and you're entitled to make a judgment. That's fine. Now what are you going to do? It's like driving your car. Look where you're going to, not where you've been. Don't drive your car looking at the rear view mirror. Look where you're going to. Learn the lesson. Learn where it went wrong. Because you did have a part to play in it, didn't you? There was a part that you played in it. You missed those signs. You had that self-talk that told you this isn't going right. Something to watch here. You had the red lights. You had the little warnings and you ignored them. I know you did. Don't do them again. Learn the lesson. It was expensive, wasn't it? Lessons are expensive. Take the lesson, swallow the pill, let's move on now. Your life is worth far more than this. You can achieve, oh my goodness, if you believed in yourself half as much as I believed in you, it would be amazing what you can achieve. And you know it. You know your potential. Don't, let, don't tie yourself to somebody that's sinking in quicksand. That's their life. 
You live your life. You walk your path. You walk on the path of the Tao, on Wu Wei. You be your spiritual best. And this is where you will look back on that and you will say, wow, that changed my life. I just want to pick you up on something, David, because I know uh, a lot of the viewers will be thinking in response to what you said there is in a, in certain situations, we are not, we don't have a part to play if there is an injustice happen, experienced. Just, for example, if we're a child, we haven't got the cognitive yep. reasoning to understand what's going on. Yes. If if we're a victim of an attack that we had no part to play in. Yep. Again, so there are, I think in some situations, say with certain relationships we might have, or if we're in a certain dynamic in with our, our work situation or our family situation, it's a more complicated dynamic of emotions and beliefs. But sometimes, yep. literally, these things come out of the blue and we're not, we have... We have no part to play except for how we deal with it. But then, but then I find in my practice, it's not so much resentment mm -hmm. that you are feeling. You're mm -hmm. not resentful about the attacker. You are not resentful about the situation. That's more being the victim. That would yeah. be another, another um, word or experience that you would be creating. Yeah. And that takes me right back to the beginning. Be mindful of your words because they're the bricks that build the house that you live in. So separate an emotional feeling from a belief. And we're talking today about resentment. And so it's very rare that I find in the, the examples that you use, you would use the word resentment. Yeah. It would be a different word. And that's why you've got to start at the top and you've got to get that word incorrect. What's the word? What are you describing? What is the incident? Go back and understand the the incident and then move on from there. Yeah, yeah, because I know a lot of people in our Facebook community talk about bitterness and resentment and not being able to let go of um, how, how, you know, the situations where they believe they were treated unfairly in a relationship or in a work situation or by a family member. So we're talking about things that have happened to them in adulthood yep. and that they're really having difficulty moving on from. Now, David, I want to, I know what everyone's going to say. Yeah, David, you're saying acceptance, just accept what happened, move on, let it go. But for a lot of people, they've been wearing this badge of honor about this, you know, this real injustice that happened to them. And there is a part of their mind. So part of them knows, yeah, the healthy thing to do is just let go and move on. Put it behind me. Learn the lesson. Don't do it again. Don't don't go into that sort of situation with that sort of person again. Learn the lesson. But there's a part of me that just won't let go. I just it's like it's like it's like grating your fingers down a blackboard. It it feels like such an unnatural thing to let go of. Is that the inner child? Well, I think I th uh, that was a great question, you know, because that made me stop and think because you use the word natural. It seems natural to hold on. Mm. Uh, and I would disagree with you. I don't think it's natural to hold on. I think it's unnatural to hold on. But I think it's what we do. It's almost what we're taught. It's almost like we're trying to right the wrong. It's almost like we've got the, the banner of honor and we have to right the wrong. And I think this is why this teaching is so direct for you, is do you want to spend your life trying to correct, correct injustices that happened 
5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years ago? Or do you want to spend your life walking on your path and living your life? And that's why when you said the natural, it seems natural to hold on. I think it's more familiar to hold on. It's something you get very used to. And it's something that in a strange way, it's going to be a hard word now, but it's like comfortable. You're used to doing it. You're used to walking around with that knot in your in your chest. And what I'm saying is that's taking up a lot of your energy, a lot of your focus, a lot of what you should be walking your path and you're holding on. It's almost like you're pulling an anchor along with you of what happened to you and why it happened to you and why it shouldn't have happened to you instead of focusing on where you should be walking to. Do you think though, David, that I guess as I guess you could say, okay, it's not natural to hold on to resentment, but it feels natural to want to right a wrong. It feels natural to want to seek justice in a situation. If you know, if it feels appropriate to expect people to behave in a certain way, if I behave in a certain way, but actually, are these all I get, is this being naive or, well, do, that, you know, I, I are just, we trying to look for perfection in, in the world? I just think they're your constructs. If you believe that everyone should act fairly, mm-hmm. then you have to define what is fair, who defines fair. And then when somebody doesn't act fairly, are you the police force? Are you the judge and jury? It's your job now to give up your life and make them act fairly or make them pay or, 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 or right that wrong. Are you the person to do, to do that? Now, if you are, then you won't be listening to this video because you will be very happy. You won't have any red light feelings. Your life will be a crusade of righting wrongs, of putting things right, of, 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 of justice and doing all that you will you've already switched off from this video because it will not make sense to you because you say my life is the crusade of righting the wrong now if you're still with me then i will ask you drop your shoulders take a breath what is your life about are you going to let that person that incident that event taint your life for the rest of your life for the rest of the years you've got ahead, are you going to be dragging this anchor along with you when you can just let it go? Ask yourself, if you let it go, if you let it go, what's going to change? I will tell you what my clients say. Well, they'll get away with it. But they've already got away with it in their mind. You think they're worried? They're not worried. It's only you that's going around with that. Let go of the anchor and see what changes. Take a breath now. If this is you, if I'm speaking to you, just do this little game for yourself. Let go of the anchor, take a breath, look around the room, and say, what's changed? Nothing's changed, only in your head. And what's more important to you? What's more important to you, their life or your life? And I would say it's your life. Mm, I think... That's very powerful, David, because, as you say, if you get some sort of writing of the wrong or they come and, you know, on bended knees, you say, come and give you an apology, nothing actually changes because what happened happened. So to me, it's like, where do you put your energy? Where Absolutely. do you, you know, our energy is 
and attention and intention is precious and finite. And so we can spend all our time, all our thoughts, all our energy thinking about what they did to us, what that situation, how bad it was. Will they ever come to me and apologize? Will I ever right the wrong? Or we can think about our life now and how we can move on and deal with the situation that we're left with or we're left with, how we can deal with it positively now. And I know uh, you use the analogy of um, someone dumping garbage in your in your front lawn. Do you want to talk that through? Because that was such a powerful teaching. Yeah. It, it, so, so the analogy of this is, it, is something that you might consider. It's like you've got a beautiful house and a beautiful front, front garden and you care for it and you look after the plants and the flowers and mow the lawn. And then one night... Somebody comes and fly tips a great big pile of rubbish and debris and old wheelbarrows and bedsteads right on your front lawn. Well, that's unjust. They shouldn't have done it. And what do you say? Do you say that for the rest of my life now, I'm going to climb over this rubbish? Every time I walk out the front door, I'm going to have to climb over the rubbish and I'm going to cuss. And I'm going to say to all my neighbours, look at this, how unjust, how, how, this is, oh, this, how unfair, how, you know, are you going to spend your life or are you going to move the rubbish? And I would ask you, please move the rubbish. Move the rubbish because how you live, for me, is more important than what they did to you. And this is why when you're using these words like resentment and bitterness, be clear. On what, you're, on what you're using them with. What is it that you are resenting? If you, and that's why I started off, clarify, are you just giving a general name to a feeling? Then please try calling them a red light feeling. Why am I, correct, why am I creating this red light feeling? Then you can go, why, why, why? Well, they did something that was unjust. Now, if that's true, and let's say it is true, what are you going to do about that? What is your decision? Because now I want to put the power back to you. So even as Alex says, very rare you use resentment. But if it is about a childhood incident or your family, what are you going to do about that? It happened, happened 20, 30, 40 years ago. What are you going to do today about, about it? Are you going to bring it into your current life, your current mindset, your current thinking? Are you going to step over and climb up that pile of rubbish today to get out of your house? Or are you going to clear the rubbish out? And that's your choice. And they can't stop you because this is your mind. Here's the big difference to this. Don't be the victim. Stop being the victim. Take control of your thinking because while you're climbing over that pile of rubbish in that analogy, they're still affecting you. They've gone on and tipped some rubbish in somebody else's yard. Don't keep climbing over the rubbish. Clear it out and then live your life. And I think, David, the point you touched upon there, that acceptance is means is empowerment except because a lot of people think acceptance is like being weak being passive being a doormat and actually acceptance can mean confronting the situation or confronting the person but in an authentic way 
Because for a lot of people, re resentment and bitterness, is, it's, it's like almost held inside of them. It's held inside of them. And somehow they don't ever speak their truth about what happened. So acceptance can mean, well, does mean speaking your truth, living Absolutely. your truth, and it can mean confronting Absolutely. the person or the situation. So it's, I mean, that is such such an important thing to say. It's not being passive or weak, is it? When, when I really understand acceptance, and perhaps we should do a video on, on acceptance because it's a very powerful spiritual teaching. And as Alex says, it's not being a doormat. It's not being walked over. It's not being a victim. It's the opposite. It's accepting the situation happened. The person did what they did, or you did what they did, or the event did what they did. I call it the stimulus happened. Now, what are you going to do with that? It's happened. It's already gone. You can't change it. It's gone. Once something has happened, you can't change it. All you're left with is the aftermath of how you're going to deal with that, how you're going to address that. What feelings are you going to choose to create? And Alex is absolutely right. Sometimes the best way is to go and confront the person, not confrontation. There's a massive difference, even though the word sounds very much the same. There's a world of difference between confronting and confrontation. Just like there's a world of difference between being judgmental and making judgments. The words are very similar. Spiritually, there's a vast difference. Confronting someone for what they did or what they said or the situation they put you in is far much stronger, much more spiritual than having an argument and a confrontation with them and raising your voice and losing your temper and having a, a, scream, a screaming piglet because that doesn't resolve anything. Confronting someone on the facts, on the issues. But even then, as Alex so rightly said, even if they got on their knees and kissed your feet and said, please forgive me, please forgive me, it doesn't change the situation. The situation still happened. What are you going to do with that? And it's about your choices. And I want to move the responsibility onto you. For those events, for those people in your life, what are you going to do? What is the best for you? How do you move forward? How do you live a spiritual life? How do you live in balance? Not what happened to you last week, last month, 10 years, 15 years in your childhood. How do you live now, stepping forward into tomorrow and next week and next year? And that to me is what the teaching of Wu Wei and living in your flow and flourishing is all about. And David, you mentioned a word there which comes up so many times in our Facebook community, this idea of forgiveness. So people say, well, are you saying I have to forgive the person or for what they did? And actually, no, we're not saying that because there's a big difference between forgiveness and acceptance. Massive difference. So I personally don't believe in forgiveness because I believe that forgiveness is a hierarchical value that who am I to forgive someone else because I also make mistakes, will make mistakes in my, in my life. I think a more powerful teaching is to accept is to accept that they did what they did. They did it. They made that choice. They made that wrong decision. They did the wrong thing in your view. In your judgment, they've done the wrong thing. Now, 
what are you going to do with that? How are you going to deal with that situation? Are you go, going to carry this burden of, of, of hate, of, of resentment, of bitterness for the rest of your life? That's your choice. And, and you do what is right for you. So for me, the word forgiveness, again, ties you in to that, oh, I forgive you. Do you forgive me? I'm looking for your forgiveness. And it ties you into the circle of going round and around and around, where acceptance, you accept the situation happened. Now the ball is in your court. What are you going to do with that? Mm. And so I know that for a lot of people, their their adult, their mature mind, their when they're connected to the their shared energy, they know what you've just said is the truth. So now it's about almost teaching the inner child who will resist this idea because it's the inner child, as we talk about on so many of our videos, that seeks perfection, sees things in black and white, right or wrong, good or bad, fair or unfair. And it is the inner child that has the squealing piglets and says, it's just not fair. What happened was not fair. How dare they? They shouldn't have behaved like that. So when our adult, mature, authentic mind is in the right place, believes that letting go, releasing, moving on, taking the life lesson... So our adult parent is in the right place. We need to go and speak to the inner child who's still stuck in seeking perfection, believing in right or wrong, good or bad. We've got to do that work with the inner child to finally fully release this resentment and bitterness. Exactly. And and for those of you new to the channel, uh, we've done lots of videos on the label that we call the inner child, the part of your mind. And Alex is absolutely right. The inner child will always see things in the extreme. We call it the emotional pendulum. Right, wrong, good, bad. And so when it perceives something as bad, unfair, unjust, then it's stuck. What does it do with that? Well, they have to pay, don't they? I have to get my... I have to get my comeuppance. I have to do one better than them. I have to do this. They have to... They have to go to prison, they have to serve the sentence, and that's how the child sees it. It's this very extreme way, and that will be your internal fight. As you're listening to this video, one part of you will say, of course, another part of you will say, well, they should pay, shouldn't they? They should get their comeuppance. They should serve their sentence. They should be punished. And there's a problem. If somebody should be punished them, somebody should be punished, who's going to enact the punishment? You? Are you the person? Are you the executor? Now, you've now diverted your life course, not on your journey, but on punishing them. Seeking revenge. That's your life journey now. That's what I call intention. So instead of living your life to your intention are flourishing and reaching your potential, you've gone, no, 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 David, far more, in, far more important, my life is revenge. I've got to make them pay. I'm go- I can't live my life until they see them in the gutter, until I see them going, oh, I'm so sorry. But as Alex said, even if they come and kiss your feet and say, I'm so sorry, the event still happened, mm. and they're probably just saying it anyway. But you've diverted your life journey, not on your true journey, 
but I'm gaining this revenge, I'm making someone pay, I'm being the police force. Do you really want to live your life doing that? So I guess we need to teach the inner child a life lesson here through reparenting. I think I think what about the inner child, one of the most important lessons we talk about on many videos is this idea of fairness. And to me, when you hear that part of your mind going, it's not fair, or even your physical child, when they say, Mommy, Daddy, it's not fair. It's not fair I have to go to bed at 8 o'clock. It's not fair that I can't have another sweet. It's not fair I've got to go to school. It's not fair you won't let me go out and play with my friends. What they're actually saying is, it's not the way that I want it. I want something different. And you have to show them in the reality of the world that we live in. I'm sorry, my darling, you will not always get everything you want. You have to learn how to accept that and how to move on and keep the vision, the intention. I call it ye, why I, how you keep your intention clear on your life journey. And there will be slight diversions along the way where you have to just take a diversion. Back to my river again, aren't I? Coming down the river, there are rocks in the river. You have to find and navigate your way around the river. Mm. And so that, I mean, that's that's a choice really. And educating the child in that, that's the choice. Do we want to perceive ourselves for the rest of our lives as a victim who wants to now and and get payback in some way or or seek some writing of the wrong or do we want to accept learn the life lesson and move positively on with our life and that is absolutely a choice isn't it and that's a great that's a great teaching to give to your physical child but it's also an immense teaching to give to you what is your higher goal what is it you're here for Are you here to get people to pay back? Are you here as the police force, the emotional police force? Or are you here to flourish into your life? And these are very fundamental spiritual questions that only you can answer for your your life. And I think as well, David, one of the big teachings for the child is, is along the lines of, you know, you can only control yourself. You can't control external situation. You can't control other people. But what we can control is our own thoughts, our own beliefs, and our own emotions. So whether it's red light emotions or green light emotions, that is within our control. And that's where we need to be focusing our attention. And we can control our reaction Mm, to situations. And situations will not always, this is the unfair, situations will not always be the way that you would like them to be. So what you can do is to control your reaction to that situation. What is the best way for you to control your reaction? to that situation and that's where I would like to teach my physical children but more importantly that's where I would like to teach my inner child that part of my mind that always wants things the way that they want it they want things to flow smoothly they want everybody to like them they want everybody to act in the way that they think is right and we have to teach them that is not the way of reality. That is not the way of the world. Mm. And this is really a beautiful lesson in taking self-responsibility Absolutely. for what you can control. Absolutely. And you see, we yeah. come back to the core yeah, root yeah, yeah. again. Yeah. Self-responsibility, truth, honesty, and integrity. 
and having a good intention. Yeah, yeah. The three Brilliant. Shen contract. You remember them? Number one, Yi, what's your intention? This is so important on this subject. What is your intention? To, to right the wrongs? Then you are defining your life. That's your life from now on, like a, like a crusader, to right the wrongs. Number two, truth, honesty, and integrity. Are you honoring that about yourself? Number three, as Alex said, self-responsibility. What's the most important thing for you? What can you be responsible for? Mm, brilliant. Thank you, David. Well, I hope this video has helped you understand resentment and bitterness, what really causes it, including how the inner child is involved, and most importantly, what you can do about it to move on positively from whatever experience you encounter in your life, stronger and more empowered. Thank you so much for listening to this week's Wu Wei Wisdom Life Lesson. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and please rate and review us to help us grow. If you'd like to work one-to-one -one with David, he supports clients all over the world every week via video call. You can learn more about David's consultations plus our online events, offers and gifts on our website, wuwaywisdom.com. You can also meet and share with us in our private Facebook group, on our YouTube channel and on Instagram. Search for Wu Wei Wisdom and you'll find us. Until next time, stay happy, healthy and in your flow.